Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of First Impression Sports Talk. I'm your host, Jasmine Pollock, so let's get started. Hit the opening. Welcome to Jasmine Pollock's First Impression Sports Talk, the fastest-growing sports talk show in the country. And now, here's your host, Jasmine Pollock. Welcome back to Jasmine's First Impression Sports Talk. I'm Jasmine Pollock again. So we're going to start with the Tampa Bay Lightning losing to the Pittsburgh Penguins uh, 6-2 in Pittsburgh. So let's bring in Cole. Let's bring in Jeremiah. We're going to talk a little bit about the Penguins. So Cole, tell us what happened from your side, and then I'll tell my side of what happened between the teams. (laughs) First off, I'm very, very sorry. Well, actually, I'm kind of not just because it's (laughs) the Penguins. And we are currently on track. For an 82-0 and season. I like to see it. I like to see it. It's probably – it's not going to happen, but whatever. Um, I I, re- I like the Penguins this year. I like what I've seen so far in the first two games. The first game was a warm-up against Arizona. They are a very good team. They don't have much talent, but still. Speed and skating. The Peng- That's how the Penguins won those two cups in 16 and 17. That's the way they wanted to play. They wanted to play fast. And you see the NHL going that route. The ho- hockey is a speed game now. It's also, too, and a lot, and you see a lot of other teams, too, adopting more of how, the, like, of that physical presence on the ice. And that's also, too, another good way to, uh, to build winning teams. But what I'm going to say about the Penguins is, obviously, in the offseason, they brought back Malkin, Latang, Rust, Raquel, and they signed Jan Ruda, traded for Jeff Petrie. Those are those are the the on the defense. Those are two good improvements that they made because mm-hmm. that's it's very very important that they have those guys because they have struggled on defense. That was another issue in the playoffs last year in the loss to the Rangers. But I also like too is the power play. Everyone in Pittsburgh craps on the tang. I understand some of the gripes with him. He he can make some bad turnovers. Malkin does the same thing all the time. Latang is that man on the point, and he is such a pivotal part of that power play because when he moves the pucks, he gets it down to Sid. He gets it down to Malkin. He'll get it to Rust. Their power play, too, on Saturday night, I thought was tremendous. They move the puck very well. I'm not, I can't remember exactly how many power play goals that they had, but they move the puck very well. And with that talent, that's what you have to do. There's a lot of good things that the Penguins have done so far, especially to DeSmith is playing tonight. Watch the first period. Phenomenal. They had to get out, they did not get out to that fast paced style game that they want to play. But Saturday, they executed that game plan. They played really well. I do not think they have the speed to win the cup anymore because there's other teams that are, they're just faster than them. It's not the Penguins fault because at the end of the day, they have the oldest team in hockey. You lose speed. It's yeah. just, that's just the way things are. And you're not going to be good every single year, but I still think the Penguins are absolutely a playoff team. I still think they can win the Metro to be honest with you, mm-hmm. because I'm not sure I'm not sold on the Rangers because they have, they have some holes all over their lineup. The only thing I'm sold on is their goaltending. I'm not sold on Carolina. 
They, I mean, what they went out and trade for Brent Burns. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, Brent Burns has no cups. Um, <laughs> well, they got guys on their team that haven't won before. The Penguins have guys on their team that have won. Jan Ruda has won two Stanley Cups with the Lightning. That's a yep. very solid addition. And he another is. veteran, too, like with Jeff Petrie, I like the moves that they made. They're a playoff team, and I just hope to see that we can get them out of the first round. Yeah, we can agree that we do not like the Rangers. I think their fans are so cocky, and it, it's just their goaltender is very good. He's phenomenal. But let's get to the Lightning. So on the other end of that, the same thing you just said I am concerned with for my team. So when we lost to the Rangers the first game, um, I didn't see us get to our spots quick enough. We were turning the ball over, and our passes were horrible. And then I think that same thing translated into the game against the Penguins. I mean, the Lightning, and I get we are not the best regular season team. You know, it's always, you know, when we get to the playoffs, we get to that run. But I'm frankly, I am tired of seeing even the last uh, last season that the Lightning have been starting to come back in games. Like, even the series that we played, like, we're coming back in the series. And I feel like we need to stop doing that because, like you said, these teams are getting a lot faster. I look at the Avalanche right now. Of course, they're the champions and defending champions. They are fast, and they can score the puck very well. And I feel like the Lightning, we have to get to our spots a lot quicker. We have the experience. We have the players. But it's like, it's that rust. I feel like it's rust. A lot of teams are on that rust. But right now, we have to get to that spot and fix what needs to be fixing. But um, I don't know why Vasilevsky wasn't playing. I don't know what was going on with that. Um, six six goals is ridiculous. Um, it gave me nightmares when we played in the cup last year against the Avalanche in that first game, which was horrible. I mean, we got blown off the, the ice. It was bad. So I'm just worried about that. I know it's still early. There's still a lot of season to uh, be played, but it's just you're starting to see the same trends from the first game against the Rangers and now the Penguins. So I really want to see what's going to go on with that. But let's get into the NFL. <laughs> so Jeremiah, the Dolphins lose to the Vikings at home. No Tua. A lot of players are banged up. What was your reaction to that? And can the Dolphins turn it around against Cole Steelers? Um, for my Dolphins, um, for this next game, I think it's, it's going to be a test for us to, uh, to see if we can really stand. Um, we already know Tua is coming back and everything else, but our offense shouldn't always rely on Tua. I mean, he is our captain, but at the end of the day, it's all about discipline when it comes to us uh, here on forward. Because yesterday's game, we had so many flags to where those could have been contributed to so many yards and we have so many missed opportunities. Even when it came to us playing against the Jets, a lot of missed opportunities. And it's not even just, you know, about the injuries. It's just like we are, even with us being depleted, we were there, you know, about to take the lead in the game or just one step away. But those missed opportunities, not taking, you know, those advantages when they give it to you, but also the other side, they take advantage of your weaknesses. And I just feel like for Miami, in order for us to win this next game, we just have to come out and play like we are not depleted in our mindset, but rather than, you know, playing for something. You already know this is a big primetime game, so all lies going to be on us, and they're going to see if we're going to fall or we're going to just, you know, uh, be up for the count. Yeah. And I just feel like this whole season for the Dolphins, it's been – 
you know, a roller coaster. You know, you, the Dolphins started off hot. You beat the Bills. You go and you come back against the Ravens in Baltimore. So you have a lot to show for. And then, of course, you beat the um, Pages the first game. It's it's sad because I feel like the Dolphins let down Tua. I mean, Tua would have played against the Vikings if the Dolphins did what they needed to do. You know, and it's it's sad because you have that's your that's your guy that is your leader, and he's already had a great start to the season. And you put him in that situation, so it's it's bad. I hope the Dolphins can turn it around. Even though I don't dislike the Steelers, but I'm just saying for the Dolphins, it's it's a it's a must win this against the Steelers, you know. And I, I Cole, I want to get your take on your team and what's going to happen with that. But it's just how the Dolphins are constructed right now. There's a lot of expectations and there's a lot of pressure on Tua. There's a lot of pressure. Can he deliver with Waddle, Jacecki? Now the addition of Tyreek Hill, then of course new head coach Mike McDaniel from the 49ers. There's a lot of expectations, so I hope the Dolphins can turn around. I still give them a chance to compete with the Bills. They did beat the Bills. I still give them a chance to compete. Yeah. But Cole, for you, Steelers beat the Bucks though. I mean, they go beat they not just the Bucks. They beat Tom Brady. That's so amazing. Cole, <laughs> there you go. What was your reaction? to your team beating the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. What was that about? Yeah, so um well that that whole caption is right. We beat Tom Brady. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> I'll see you, Tom. See you buddy. Um so I also too I have two more points to, I just want to say about hockey that I'm getting right. Yeah go ahead. Sports. Go ahead. So about the hockey and what you said about the lightning. I agree. Obviously, too, you can't turn the puck over. That's a that is one of my big gripes with teams. If you turn the puck over, it's gonna it can cause stuff like odd man rushes, two on ones. You don't want that at all. But when it comes down to two, this is the beginning of the season. People yeah. are like, it's an 82 game season. You do not want to fall behind. Exactly. You get out to a poor start. Maybe the first 10 games, you go two and eight. That is a ditch you have to climb out of. Right. And it's not a fun one to climb out of. Believe me when I say that. I know the Blues did it a couple years ago. They turned it on in January. You don't want to get out to a slow start because many teams do not recover from that. Yes. So now getting into the Steelers. So, one, I just have I have to point out a couple of things. Devin Bush finally made a play. Uh, it's been nice. I mean, you could have made some plays a little while ago before you're going to be off the team after this year because the Steelers are not bringing him back. There's not a single chance. Um, Mitch Trubisky played really well when he came in for um, Pickett's injury. Steelers are still sticking with Pickett. You yeah. put the rookie in, if you're going to play him this early in the season, do not screw around with the guy's head. He's your starting quarterback. When he comes back, he plays. When he did play yesterday, he did not play a good game. Okay? They didn't move the ball. Didn't the, the offense was just dead silent. Yeah. It, it, it does come down to the offensive coordinator and Matt Canada, which I do say. But, again, the Steelers don't have a great offense. What has Najee done this season? He's done nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Najee has to play better. He's a first-round running back. But, okay, Steeler fans, I will now accept that for the past two years, I was exactly right when you said you don't take a running back in the first round. You guys wanted to take Najee in the first round. 
What has he done this season? He's done nothing. You should have taken an offensive tackle that year, yes. an offensive lineman. And then in the second round, you had Creed Humphrey sitting best there, who's one of the best centers in all of football. You could have had that easy replacement for uh, Marquise Pouncey, who retired. Yes. Mm-hmm. But, oh, no, Next we have to take fire move. That's a big hmm. need. It was not a big need at the time, and I still like Pat Fryer. Yeah. I'm not going to say I don't like him, and it wasn't a terrible pick, but there was a better position that they should have taken that year. Should never have taken Najee in the first round. I was right. I'm so um, But also, too, with the Steelers, I mean, Najee has to play better, and thank God Chase Claypool finally actually did something. He made I, plays he yesterday, didn't he? He did yes. make plays. <laughs> <laughs> but he's done nothing this entire season. Another, not a very good pick, Steelers. Just like they have, just like I pointed out last year, they have screwed up the draft time every single year for the past eight years. You can't continue to do that because teams in football are built through the draft. Look at all the teams that have been successful. Yeah, they're all built through the draft. Yeah, that's my final point. Yeah. That was that was a shock. Not to me. It's no disrespect to the Steelers, but that was a shocking win, you know, for uh, them to beat the Bucks. I mean, the and honestly, that let's put it, let's put the cheese on the cracker. Bucks should have lost to the Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons were coming back in that fourth quarter, and they were storming back. The the Bucks offense was not moving the ball, and the Bucks defense could not stop Marion and that team. And I'm starting to think the Falcons might be a sleeper team too. Now they're starting to get. They're starting to wake up. Falcons should have been number one. They, they should be number one in the division now. right the now. The Falcons yeah. should be leading that division because they beat a very good 49ers team yesterday. I mean, this is no this is no joke, and this is a good 49ers team. When I look at the Bucks specifically, this offensive line the Bucks have, Cole, I know you were talking about y'all offensive line, but the Bucks O-line is horrible. Horrible. It is. It's bad. It's bad. bad. I mean, to the point where we saw Tom Brady get on them in the, in the, on the sideline. Not to mention, yeah. Tom Brady misses Gronkowski very bad. He oh, has no weapon in the middle. No weapon. I think Bray is gone for the season. He had concu- He has his, He's having concussion issues, and he got injured yesterday. Yes. I don't did. know what Kyle Rudolph is doing. I don't know what's going on with him. You know, they signed him. He's a veteran tight end, but I don't know what's going on with him. O.J. Howard is gone. I don't know. Of course, they still have they have um, Godwin, they have um, Evans, they have Gage. Julio Jones is on the sideline again, injured. What does this team have? And of course, you and have their Fournette. defense is suspect. Just at the end yeah. of the day, this is not like their their pandemic. Um, no, a, a, a defense that they had during that no. time It's a totally also, different Bucks team. And also, even. I speak for my dad, even though he's not here. Todd Bowles is not the answer. He was never the answer. He should not have been the answer at all. Todd Bowles is not a head coach. I, I don't know what people got from that. I get he's. I think he's a pure defensive coordinator. When we saw him with the Jets, what did he do, guys? What did he do with the Jets when he was a head coach? Nothing. Yeah, they have Tom Brady, but this is looking very bad for the Bucks right now. Very bad. It's looking. It's looking sloppy. I don't know what to say. And, you know, what's crazy that's going on in the NFL, the teams that we thought were going to do well are not doing well. And the teams that we thought weren't going to do well are doing well. (laughs) It's shocking to me. 
But uh, we're going to come back. We're going to take a short break. We're going to talk about this um, Eagles versus the Cowboys game. We're going to talk about my Packers and what happened against the Jets. We're going to get into more football talk. So we'll be right back with a short break. Renting is everything. It's style at your doorstep. Off the runway and into your closet. It's every trend you've been dying to try and every designer you've yet to discover. It's wearing it your way every time and making it count everywhere you go. It's never worrying about what to wear because something new is always coming your way. That's why renting is everything. New styles, top designers, all for a flat monthly fee. Start your subscription at renttherunway.com. Slow roasted over hickory fire and pulled by hand. This is the way pit pork has always been done. Pulled pork lovers, rejoice. The smoky old days are back at the Smoke Shack. From the creative team that brought you The Browning Project and Dead by Morning comes a new thriller that will change the way you look at white-collar crime forever. Falling from the sky. You're watching Jasmine Pollock's First Impression Sports Talk. Be sure to join Jasmine every week for great conversation on the NBA, NFL, and a wide variety of sports topics. To see past episodes of First Impression Sports Talk, go to YouTube and search First Impressions Sports Talk. You can connect with Jasmine on LinkedIn by searching Jasmine Pollock. And now, back to more First Impression Sports Talk. Welcome back to Jasmine's First Impression Sports Talk. And the voices you just heard were from Kelly Johnson and Dion Hunter. If you like voiceover work done for your projects, you can go to the leonthomasgroup.com to get in contact with Leon to get voiceover work done. If you'd like to be a, a guest on my show and see past episodes of my show, you can go to my website at jasmineonsports.com. Now, before we get into the Packers and all the other teams, Cole, you said you want to have one more point about your Steelers, so let's hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I obviously apologize about this, but this is something important <laughs> that I need to point out. This is exactly what happens. Sometimes you forget. Fortunately, today I seem a little bit forgetful, but I think it's absolutely incredible that the Steelers beat the Bucs. Did anyone see who they had out on defense? Witherspoon, Levi Wallace, TJ Watt, obviously he's out. Right. Minka. Those are those are four key players for the Steelers. They had a couple other guys out. Totally forget the names. They all, I, th- I believe too, DeMarvin Leal was out, but he's kind of transitioned. I mean, he doesn't. He doesn't get a ton of playing time, not as much as obviously Hayward, right? Uh, Alu Alu, and um, you know, obviously too, like Larry Larry Ogunjobi has kind of started to to get into the mix. But they had a ton of injuries on defense. Their cornerbacks were pretty much practice squad players coming up and playing. 
guys stepped up when they needed it. That was a big win for them, and the Steelers need that win. The offense definitely struggled, and there's still a lot of work to do with this team, and they're still not a playoff team. But definitely, that was definitely a good sign I wanted to point out about the Steelers. And that's de- that was definitely a good booster for them too. You know, just you you beat Tom Brady, and this is not a Bucks team that was depleted. I mean, they had they had their players out there, so I mean, you know, that's a big win for the Steelers. But let's get into the Packers. Okay, so you guys all saw what egg we laid in Lambeau yesterday against a Jets team that I said we should not sleep, we should not have slept on, and now we are three and three. Aaron looked terrible. The offense is stagnant. Defense looked good for most of the game until they got tired and just said, forget it. Cole, I want to start with you. (laughs) What do you have to say about my Packers? And be honest with me, because I'm going to be very honest. But go ahead. Well, uh, I'm going to say this. They are missing Devontae Adams. Absolutely. Absolutely. The wide receiving court. Now, I have not gotten the chance to watch too much of the Packers, but – the wide receiving core is not good at all. Alan Lazard is not a number one receiver. He's not. He is maybe a number two. I don't even. I don't even think he's that great of a number two either. They don't have any wide receivers there. They just mm-hmm. don't. Christian Watson. I mean, hopefully you can see stuff from Romeo Dubs and Christian Watson, but still, they they are really missing Devontae Adams. That was Aaron Rodgers' favorite target. You saw how many targets he got a game, the routes he ran. That really helped out Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, too, as well. I still think he's a very good quarterback. But in my opinion, it comes down to the wide receiving core in that offense, and that's why they're so stagnant. I think they have the running backs. I really like A.J. And we don't use them. (laughs) But they don't use them. I really like Aaron Jones. I don't know when they took A.J. Dillon. I think – Correct me if I'm wrong, Jasmine. He was a sec. I believe he was a second round pick. Correct. Yes, he was a second they- round pick from um, Boston College. Yeah, and yeah. that's another team too, as well. The Packers they have screwed up their draft. Screwed up. They Tell screwed me about up. It. Years. This is exactly why you see these teams who fail to reach the Super Bowl, because the draft is such a pivotal part in a building block for a team. That's exactly why the Steelers failed to reach the second round of the playoffs. I point out the Steelers draft last year. I could guarantee I can go back and look at the Packers draft and identify the issues. Mm-hmm. They took Jordan Love. Why did they do that? For no why reason. Why did they do that? Because he's a bust. Why do you even have him on the team? He that was not a good first round pick. That year they should have taken should have taken a receiver. Receivers, you can find receivers in in all rounds of the draft. And you can find good ones later in the draft, too, as well as like the sixth round. I believe Tyree Kill was a fifth or sixth round pick. Yes. Correct me if I'm wrong. Devontae was a second round pick. Second round pick. They they have screwed up their draft, and that is one of their biggest issues. And as well, too, with the offensive line, they got to continue to build that up. I I I am not as well educated on the Packers because I don't really get to see them play being in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Plus I have no fantasy team. No, plus I have no players on my fantasy team from the Packers. So I, you know, but they, they, 
their issue is it's receiving. And one of the reasons why you're seeing all these issues is the draft. They screw it up. I, I couldn't disagree more. I mean, when I look at this team and I look at it every week, even for the past couple of years, I just don't understand why we have not gotten free agency and got a receiver. I mean, we thank God we homegrown Devontae Adams. I was so thankful we got him in that draft in the second round and he became what he is now. And during that time, when we lost to the 49ers in the, in the NFC championship game a couple years ago, we should have won the draft. This is the same draft where Jamar Chase came out, the same draft where T. Higgins came out. A lot of receivers came out in that draft. Devontae Smith came out in that draft. And you, the, the Packers choose Jordan Love, and you trade up to get Jordan Love. Nobody was taking Jordan Love. I promise you no one was taking Jordan Love. All we had to do, get another receiver, another talented young receiver opposite of Devontae. Alan Lazard, for me, I love Alan Lazard. I think he he is one of the best blocking wide receivers that we have in the league. And he's big. He's physical. I think he could have been a very solid third option with Devontae on the outside and then one of those young star receivers on the outside. And the run game. How does how is Aaron Jones this year averaging over five yards a carry, and we're not giving him more touches? I don't understand what this team is trying to do. I don't know if Aaron's trying to prove that oh I can still throw. We are not that team anymore. We need to run the ball, open up the play action pass, and I'm gonna be honest with you, we need to go into the free agency right now and find somebody. I mean, you just saw the Carolina Panthers trade Anderson to the Cardinals. Cardinals aren't a good team. Why can we just say, okay, let's go get that receiver? And he's a good, solid receiver. I mean, we have injuries. Cobb is going to be out for several weeks. He has an ankle injury. Don't know when Sammy Watkins is coming back. He has a hamstring injury. I don't know what's going on. And then Christian Watson, he has a hamstring injury. He has been playing for the two, past two games. It's just the receiving core is not good. It is not where it needs to be when you have a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers and you expect him to just throw. Oh, yeah, Aaron, you know, throw this, this. And he guess what? His picks this year have gone up because we don't have weapons like that. We don't have them. Romeo Dubs, he's starting to show good strides. But still, we need consistency at wide receiver. Defensively, we've been carried. I'll, I'll be honest. I thought defensively, you know, for the past couple years, that's what's been my biggest frustration is the defense. And now they're starting to pick up, which is crazy to me but jeremiah to you what does this say about the jets you know we talked about this before is this is not the same jets team it has been for the past couple years this is a new and refreshed jets team yes i do like the jets i mean sauce he's a he's a good uh corner um i'll give them some a uh, good props but i'm gonna hate just for one minute on the jets because I'm, I'm just going to go in on this Green Bay Packers game. When it came to the Green Bay Packers, they had a lot of opportunities. A lot. Even with the Jets coming out as good as they did, the Green Bay Packers were, like, in the game throughout, like, almost like the whole game until, like, maybe the, the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter, right. But you had so many chances to get right there. And I feel like the problem um, to me is that LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers – they're stuck on still thinking that Devontae is there and they're running by that offense. You cannot go by that offense. What is your identity right now? 
if you see that you have a certain strength when it comes to running back, take it to your advantage. Take it to your advantage at the end of the day. When it comes to the Jets, they did great with taking advantage of so many opportunities. That's yes. just like when they played Miami the week before, they took advantage of the opportunities. I'm never going to get down on them for celebrating because they're actually winning. You want a team that has been losing for so long that's winning. It feels good to actually win. And for them to win, especially in, in a Green Bay, it's a big statement. And more people are talking about how terrible the Green Bay Packers are looking more than the Jets, you know, actually yeah. showing out. And I feel like that's such a huge concern. And it's especially for the Cheeseheads. So many have so many questions right now. And it's been like that steady for the last three years. And I just feel like what is the direction? What's identity for the Packers right now? It needs to be running the ball. I mean, how is Aaron Jones averaging 100 yards per game? And you're not using him effectively. I mean, he's our next biggest option on offense, being that Devontae is no longer there. He is our best option. And can we be clear? I think Devontae and the Packers miss each other. Look at the Raiders and their record. And his production's going down. And look at the Packers. I mean, look at what's happening. It's just very hard to watch. It's very painful because I still love Devontae. I still love him. He's still my number one guy. But it's like, we let him go. I don't mm -hmm. care what was going on. You have to pay somebody like that. Somebody who has that much chemistry with your quarterback, especially in Aaron Rodgers, you have to keep that. You have to keep it together. I wouldn't have mind if we got all those receivers in the draft and still drafted those young guys. No problem. As long as we kept Devontae, he's no longer here. And I hear there's talks of um, Odell might become, we don't know when Odell's coming back because he's still <laughs> dealing with his injury. I don't know. He's not going to be available right away. So yeah. I'm not sure. But for the Packers, I don't know what we're going to do. We go play the Commanders. Maybe that's a turnaround game. I don't know. But we got to fix it. We need to start running the ball a lot more. That is what we are now and let the play-action pass open up. I do think the receivers are good enough to catch the ball and do different things like that. But how the volume that Aaron is passing is not good. We need to run the ball first. Run the ball with A.J. Dillon and Jones. Open up the playbook. Stop doing the same things over and over again. It's getting really tiresome. And I think Aaron needs to go back to running the ball, how he used to the same little scrambles that he did. I remember there was a third down play in the game. Aaron was throwing to dogs. There was nobody near Aaron, and Aaron could have got 15 yards plus the first down. That goes to show you see how, how laser-focused he is on, oh, I need to pass the ball. Use what you've been doing. Aaron can still run. He is still able to be a mobile quarterback. And now all of a sudden, we become stagnant. We need to get it together. Packer Nation, I feel, I feel you. We are all in pain right now. We are in pain. <laughs> um, but let's go to the Eagles and Cowboys game. Now, even though my Packers lost, Gators lost, Lightning lost, everybody lost. It doesn't, it feels so good that the Cowboys lost. I do not like the Cowboys. I was so thrilled. And Alabama lost this weekend, by the way. So, Cole, I want to start with you. What was your take on the Eagles now being un the only undefeated team in the league right now? They're they are a very good football team. I I just got I just got to say that I said they were my dark horse. They're the best team in the NFC, and I don't even think it's close. To Not be even with you. I they they're cornerbacks. James Bradbury 
Darius Slay. They're, and then they have CJ uh, Gardner-Johnson, I believe his name yeah. is. Yeah, ex-Gator. Let's go. Very. <laughs> that is a very good secondary. Very good. And it's, they're young. And they're young. They're a young football team. Jalen Hurts played incredible so far this season. It's been phenomenal. I think you can honestly make a case of how why he should be the MVP. I, him and Josh Allen? Him I and Josh Allen. Those two. I yes, think sir. I think you can absolutely make a very strong case. I think you can go either or because I love Jalen Hurts so far this year. He's played very, very well. Oh, he's exceeding expectations. They're wide receivers, A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. Yeah. Both young wide receivers. They're fast, and they're very, very talented. They're, they also have a, Goddard, too, Cole, in the and slide. Goddard, and yeah. Goddard. Goddard is a, very, is a solid tight end. For them, I wouldn't say he's the best in the league, but he's he's that solid starting tight end you want to see yep. for the Eagles. They've they've just played phenomenal, and I like Miles Sanders in the backfield. Yes. Not a great running back, but he's he's just, again a solid running back for them. They're putting it all together. That's a very good football team. They're young on the defense, and not to mention they have the Saints' first round pick. So yep. in the draft again this year. They're going to be able to get another good young player. They have done the draft right, in my opinion. While they've they've made some mistakes, but so does every team. Right. Jalen Rager was a terrible pick. No <laughs> ifs, ands, or buts about it. They had Justin Jefferson sitting right there. They it's just plain and simple. Uh, just imagine if they had Justin Jefferson right now, man. That, that oh my god. Insane. Then you know. Ooh. Then you know what they're. If they would have had Justin Jefferson and would have taken Devontae Smith, they wouldn't even have needed to go out and trade for A.J. Brown. Right. They just wouldn't have. But it's a very good football team. They're fun to watch. I don't like Philly. I don't like their sports teams. Yeah, I hate the Flyers especially. But, again, they, they have done such a good job. And also, too, going in with the Cowboys – they have surprised me this year. I didn't think they were going to make the playoffs. I they look like didn't. a playoff team. They, but Cooper Rush has played phenomenal for them. They go out and they beat a Rams team. Now, I'm not sold at all on the Rams. I don't think they have played too well this season at all. And Matt Stafford does not look like Matt Stafford from last year. Yes. Matt, the, Detroit Matthew Stafford. <laughs> yeah. But they've played well. Micah Parsons is one of the best defensive players in football. He's a very good edge rusher. I loved him coming out of Penn State, my college football team. We are Penn State. Um, But, again, another solid team. And then also, too, as well, what about the Giants? I did not expect to see this from them at all. It's the biggest surprise. Five and one. one. Edge rusher. Daniel Jones, I don't think he's that great of a quarterback, but he's played better. He's and he's minimizing mistakes. Right. And he's he's making smart decisions. And then Barkley is healthy. Man, exactly. Team, it reminds me of that Giants team that won the Super Bowls with Eli. It reminds me of the yeah. same kind of thing. Yeah. Same thing. But um with the with the Giants, I mean Daniel Jones to me is not a franchise quarterback. He's not, but no. <laughs> he, he is he has played well for them so far this year, and he's limiting the mistakes. And one of my biggest issues with him was when I go and watch him play, it's just like, dude, you got to throw away the ball. 
Yeah. Because he's throwing bad interceptions. He has minimized that this year. Their offensive line has played better. Kayvon Thibodeau was a great pick. Brian Gable has been excellent so far as head coach and might win coach of the year. In my opinion, he's the most deserving because that talent, that roster still does not have a ton of talent. But again, they're going to be in the draft again this year. They're going to get some more good players. The Giants are on the uprise again. And if you're a Giants fan, it is time to truly get excited because as well, you got a very good running back in Saquon Barkley. He has some injury concerns. That is well-documented and well-noted. But he has played well for them so far this year. They they are a good football team. And that NFC East, they have completely surprised me. They have. The, the NFC East, except for the Commanders. The Commanders except are... Except for the Commanders. They suck. <laughs> they're, they're somewhere else. But I was not expecting the NFC East to be this competitive. I didn't know... This one, I thought this would at least be the AFC West. I, I really did. Like, the AFC Same. West is looking like, because I still, you know, I have the Chargers. I know they're playing the Broncos right now. I'm not sure what the score is right now. But I was just really shocked that the NFC East is so competitive right now. And not to mention, the whole, all three New York teams are above 500. They're winning teams. The Bills, Jets, and the Giants. Can you guys believe that? Jeremiah, what's your take on that before we get out of here? Well, when it comes to New York, uh, they are going crazy right now. Um, but New York fans, they can get very cocky. They, I mean, <laughs> they can get very cocky when their teams are winning. But at the same time, you know, it's a sight to see for them, especially when it comes to the New York Giants, especially. You know how many these last few years, um, just even with the last years, just of Eli before he left, it was just kind of a up and down throughout that whole time. And I just feel like it's just a breath of fresh air to just see them actually succeeding right now. You already know what the Bills are going to do. And you got the New York Jets. Although it's very early in the season, it's a great thing to see, especially from your fan bases and everything, to just see those type of things. And as for, you know, Philadelphia, I have them going to, of course, going to be number one until the end of the season when it comes to the NFC. Um I have them maybe losing maybe two games, but other than that, I would just have them like just being the best in the NFC because how their schedule is looking here on out, they it looks promising that they can just go and just cruise, but maybe right. have those two losses because the hardest thing is trying to keep a winning streak actually throughout yes, the whole thing. Yes. Every single Sunday, every single primetime week. The last is very team, hard. I believe the last team to go have an undefeated season was the Patriots. Yeah, but and they lost they in the Super Bowl. Lost in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yep. They so, almost broke Dolphins record. Yes. Almost. So um we'll definitely see. That wraps up this segment. Thank you, Cole. Thank you, Jeremiah. Um, we're gonna football is getting crazier. I'm still not really happy with the league. The league has been very shocking thus far. Um, I'll see you guys next week for more sports talk on Monday. Have a good night. Mm-hmm.